live. Welcome. Hello, everyone. We got tons of people in the chat. Don't know how that happened, but hello. Uh, Randy tuned in to listen about how much me and Tim gapped him all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Yeah, that's the story I heard. Right off the bat. Yeah, so if we're talking about Tail and the Dragon, <laughs> me and Tim might get a little excited and make a lot of noises. So, uh, Paul, Paul Clarkson here, he, uh, he also gave Randy the gap. Yeah, it was really um, just you three. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty well, much. It was the He kind of had the, the weight mod. The Bo, Tim, Paul um, trio just mashing Train. the dragon. Mm-hmm. Mashing the dragon. Dragon car and full on jumping. Yep. So, Bo, since it was your first time there, what's your uh, recap of Tale of the Dragon? Oh. Initial well, thoughts, reactions? I don't think there should ever be a straight road in Michigan <laughs> or anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Like, well, I don't know why there would be straight roads when you can have that. But um, really good. Like, good people, good place. Uh, good food, mm-hmm. good everything. Like cars did great. We had I I mean we it's a it's 500 miles from tail to from here to tail, so we had a thousand miles of drive time getting there. But we put on 800 miles in and around tail over the course of three days. Yeah, it's fun. I've just only been there once. So I know what away. you mean. Just kind of takes words away from me. It's hard to it's describe. It's so pretty down there too. You want to know what's funny is that Al's been there. Um. Only one time, but he spent the most time over a yellow line. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that picture still circulates here and there around. Probably. <laughs> what 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 did you drive when you went? Black oh, Black Elena. Oh, okay. Ours Look, when it okay, wasn't. I understand the whole concept of of giving people crap about it. Like, so it like it doesn't bother me. But like, it wasn't. I love how Al says that with everything that bothers him. It doesn't bother me, but <laughs> I, it wasn't the so the rule set that is used to berate people was not explained beforehand. No, no. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's, that's because bad. having known that, I would have driven differently. Yeah. But when you can see three corners ahead, yeah, it, you can. It, it's not Sometimes. wrong. Like, wrong to cut a corner. But if had I known the rules were, don't you effing touch it, I would have drove differently. It's not like I was a full lane over in blind corners. No, the yellow line was about the Chevy emblem of the cobalt. (laughs) (laughs) On a couple. (laughs) Yeah, if if you didn't know, then I totally get it. And and yes, there are times where you can see a few corners ahead for sure. There is a couple um, of those that are hard not to. Like, I'm sure I slipped over a couple times. I think I was actually, like, talking about this. I think this is the first tail trip where I had I did not cross a yellow line. I probably had my tire on it quite a few times, but yeah. mm-hmm. I never crossed it. I didn't have any oopses, which was cool. In hindsight, I think it's cool, though. I mean, like, that because that pushes you to drive better. Yeah. yeah. Not taking yeah. the easy way through. There the are corner. some silly corners that you got to, if you're abiding by that rule, it's like you got to really over exaggerate the. Yeah. Yeah. See, my, Shut up, my, my thought process, my, my thought process is like if you treat the yellow lines like they're poison or a wall or whatever, a cliff, um, your driving skill is going to be better. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And Plus, the drive is more fun then. Yeah. More turns. Plus, yeah. if you do have an oops, you still have. If it's room. if it uses you know, if you're coincidentally making that turn so, where you can use that lane, you have some oops room. Yeah. What's what I found helpful is 
you automatically gravitate towards the yellow line because obviously the edge of the road's over here. If you literally switch it and think about it the other way, I'm going to use all of this white line. All of it. And some. And, and some more. As you, was you, shown by a picture of you. Yep. Then you literally find yourself never near the yellow. If you drive, <laughs> if you drive the white, you never find yourself it's near the yellow. It's funny you say that because Kate, like, I told her the yellow line rules, obviously, and she is petrified of the yellow line. <laughs> and she's already, like, kind of one of those drivers that, like, she puts herself in the middle of the lane, so the car's always shifted to the right a little bit. Mm. And then, like, so I'm riding with her, and I'm, You're, like, like, grabbing trees as you go past. the tire every once in a while, and I'm like, uh, Kate, move over a little bit, a little bit more. <laughs> like, no, don't you see the yellow over there? <laughs> like, that, that was a touch of grass. Let's, let's scoot it back over. <laughs> I mean, that's a perfect turn for me. <laughs> If, if you're turning and on the inside, you feel like your back tire just clip yep. off the concrete a little bit. It's like, oh, you know, I used all of that. Oh, yeah. We've heard all about your, your Ranger Yeet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Hook do the corner. Like I do love hick, hooking corners. Um, well, that's yeah. like road course. Oh, hey. The ones with in the, there. Uh, hey, buddy. The curbing. You're supposed to hit those, right? Technically. Yeah. Technically, I uh, never, I don't, because they just, they're it just seems like it, it beats the car up. So yeah. I don't use curbing, but <laughs> you are supposed to use it, I suppose. Wait, what is this? The Not curbing on, on a racetrack is like a rumple strip, like It's like a red curb. and white. Oh, gotcha. Yep. That's why you'll see a lot of cars hitting it, and they'll get air on the inside of the car. Mm. But I don't, because I mean, it's... it's one of those, like, the last 1% of your lap time or whatever, yeah. I'm sure, but... Yeah, like all the well, fastest rumble, you're not going to have good traction on it anyway. Yeah, I I don't I agree, but all the fast guys use them. I don't well, get it. I, guess, I don't. But. I guess also if you had enough arrow and enough tire stick and you're turning hard enough, there's probably not a lot of weight on your inside too anyway. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, I mean, my base model doesn't use the inside tires <laughs> at, at all. <laughs> they just float. <laughs> yeah, I've had that car on too and one tire many times but yeah turns. what's up eden ryan's in here too good to see you at tail oh he's got a kappa now yeah i don't know wasn't mm. miata guy now he's a kappa guy yeah, yeah he bought mine and like cleaned it up made it a nicer car so that's cool can he drive it no no he doesn't <laughs> drive very fast uh, he didn't even really drive it at all when we were there much. it's kind of it's kind of him he had a miata i, think I was he all jealous faster than the miata Probably. Probably. <laughs> Michael Cugley Jr., which Green Sonic? You're talking about Tim's or Randy's? Yeah, there was two Green Sonics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Looked like a little, when they're behind each, when they're together, it looked like a little caterpillar going down the road. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yep. Two very different looking Sonics, like for sure. Randy and I both have different styles for sure. So speaking He's, on that. We should talk about, you brought your Sonic? Yep. Bo brought the Moose, two totally opposite cars. How'd they do? Pretty comparable in the end, really. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. Yep. The like, Moose surprises us again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Bo threw me the keys, and he was like, I want, you to, I want you to give me your two cents. You know, I want you to experience it. And I was very pleasantly surprised. The car handled remarkable. Like, it'll blow anybody's mind that thinks that a 3800 can corner, and it'll do better than that. <laughs> like, yeah, he put, he put together uh, put together a good machine. Yeah, I, it was pretty good when I started working here, and then me and Tim have spent probably the last two years just thinking it over and 
getting all the final details. It's still got a long way to go, but it's definitely very capable as it sits. Um, I was super concerned about temperatures, but it proved to not be a problem at all with the cooling mods I've done. So, um, yeah, I was pleased with everything about it. Uh, Tim, Tim was blown away by the displacement coming from the one four. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> it, so it, you're like the, on tail, you know, when you're doing the speed limit, you don't need very much throttle at all. Cause it's such a tight road, mm-hmm. like 20% throttle, 30% throttle on the Buick is moving. Yeah. Um, where Tim is just full, full wide open throttle, pulling out of corners <laughs> and stuff. Um, it's, it was very effortless, honestly. Like just, you just, you get in a nice rhythm and you're just on, you know, keeping that momentum and using the throttle when you need to and minimal braking. Looks and, like he was asking about your Sonic, Tim. Uh, okay. I, Michael's asking, question. what's the horsepower on your cars, by the way? Uh, Randy's made over 280 mm-hmm. uh, and mine makes around 245 to maybe 250 right now. Mm-hmm. Wheel, wheel horsepower. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the Buick yeah. may the Buick was turned on a little bit because uh, just I didn't need the power and it was on pump gas. We probably took it there around the 360 wheel horsepower mark. It was on like 15 pounds and uh, conservative timing on 93. It got 24 and a half miles a gallon on the way down there, which thrilled me at 80 miles an hour on the highway. That's not too bad. Not too bad when Tim was only getting smidge like, better. Yeah, yeah. On gas, I was getting about uh, 27. Yeah. 27 on gas going about, you know, 10 to 10% over. That's the most frustrating, probably is the single most frustrating thing about the Sonic Hatch, in my opinion, is that at highway speeds, the mileage just tanks. Sure does. So bad. It is interesting. I think it's just that little engine, you get out of its efficiency range just because of the the brick of the Sonic going down the highway at 80. Yeah, yeah the way that the yeah. hatch is just Like if you went 67 stop. miles an hour, it would be happy. But mm-hmm. 77, it doesn't like it. Which is crazy because yeah. it's a six-speed. Well, and, you'll, and if but. anybody who has one and does 80 miles an hour on the highway, you'll be seeing a pound of boost the entire time. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, the the black the drag sonic before it was drag sonic. I was driving it to Mount Pleasant one time and uh was just comparing the like flat ground mileage at various speeds. And so on a back gr- back road flat, it, I was cruise control at 50. It was getting like 54 miles a gallon. And then you go to 60 and it drops into like the mid 40s. And then you get to 70 and you're like maybe 30 if you're lucky and then at 80 it's like 25 mm-hmm. yeah it just nosedives so bad yeah to add to um you know uh bo's car and then my car to compare the two um bo's car is a perfect car for somebody that doesn't want to beat the snot out of their car to like have fun on a tourney road like tail yeah um and then because there's two types there's people that like to wring their cars out and just whoop the crap out of them kind of like me i guess um i'm revving the car to seven grand coming out of corners cranking rpm um yeah tim's car car in the mountains sounded pissed off the whole time Yeah, I'm like, rotting it hard. We did the three-inch exhaust right before we left, and it was barking. That's oh yeah, I forgot. I mean, about yeah. That. I mean, you I, guys I love didn't it. even make it halfway down, like, and he was already complaining about yeah. it. Like rev match downshifts thrown in a corner, and then just seven k out of the corner, like all the noises a one four can possibly <laughs> yeah. make all weekend. And then Bose, I I don't know if we broke five thousand RPM. Nope. 
if we did, it was down the one straightaway by the yeah. lookout, you know? Well, we were, we're, uh, we ran second gear the entire time, and I actually changed the gearing right before the trip, which proved to be a really good move. Um, from so what to what? We went from a 329 gear ratio to the stock 292, and second gear will, with the 3,000 stall converter would pull right out of a 15-mile-an-hour corner well. Yep. Wow. Like, so you just put it in second and second. So I had from 20 miles an hour to a (laughs) hundred. Yeah. That covers a pretty wide range and it worked so good. Yep. And what's cool about second too, is the converter never locks. So you don't have that fighting you with, you know, tip in. Oh yeah. Uh, Because third gets ugly when it's like unlock. Oh, then go. And the converter flashes up like that's just not fun. So, um, but yeah, second, second gear, it was, I was really happy with how it would grunt out of a low speed corner. And then, you know, if you wanted to rev it to 6,000 RPM, you don't even got to get out of the same gear at a hundred. Yeah. Displacement yeah. must be nice. <laughs> Displacement and turbo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Durzo life wants to know what your suspension and brake setup is. Uh, the suspension is ZZP sway bars, ZZP controlling arms, trailing arms, coilovers basically the full 3800 suspension catalog with a i actually did a gmpp front sway bar um just to promote some oversteer because it's softer than the zzp one um but i'm still i'm not 100 sold on it and uh then i did the 04 plus aluminum cradle swap so that's 40 pounds off the front end oh, yeah. And other than that, the brakes are just the uh, the 12-inch upgrade. Um, nothing fancy. Stock rears. They're not drilled and slotted. Just power stop. Is that cradle stuff. 40 pounds, you said? 40 pounds. I knew it was a lot, but like half of a person? Mm-hmm. Well. 40 pounds well, off the front end. So. Half of a me person. <laughs> the, the cradle's pretty large, and the factory one for his year regal is steel. Yeah, and then the '04 Grand Prix one is aluminum. So I yeah, mean, yeah, it's a pretty big, pretty big upgrade. I mean, and he still has both front and rear bumper supports, which are forty pounds a piece because they're iron. Yeah. So if you want to get into making it turn, pretty, get the coilovers. Get the coilovers and start with a rear sway bar, and then after that, everything's a bonus. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing I was the two when the Regal finally decided to do what it does was when we switched it to a two hundred treadwear tire. That's when it actually like woke the car up. <laughs> was the 200 Treadwear um, RE71R uh, 245? Nothing super big. Got them on sale. That's when I was like, all right, this thing's gonna do yeah, some stuff. <laughs> done right? No more RE71s? Oh, uh, they got a new version. Out. Yeah, new, yeah, There's a new one. RE71R now. I think uh, RR RS or RR. Yeah, yeah something, something like that. Like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you really can't go wrong with anything 200 treadwear. And a car like my Sonic, I've had a 200 treadwear RT660s on it for like two years now. Yeah. And um, the biggest thing, I do want this information out there, and we need to put this out there really well, is if you're running a 200 treadwear tire on your daily driver and you just want like traction for straightaways, they'll last a long time. What mm-hmm. burns them up? is like 20 minutes of beating that's what burns them up uh-huh. for sure so my tires look like brand new when i showed up 
um, after driving on them for a year and a half. And um, when we left, they were visual, visually worn. Uh-huh. Dang. Like, whoa, I used some of this tire up. So. Yeah, the uh, I've put almost 8,000 miles on them, and they're due now. But, like, the whole thing of people being scared. I mean, at the end of the day, if you want a good tire and you're going to use it, and you can get five to 8,000 miles out of it, how much, just buy a set of season. I don't know anybody who probably puts more than 8,000 miles on it in the summer. I don't understand why customers spend so much money on power and handling mods and then want to run an all-season tire on their car. Because they can get 20,000 miles out of it. No, you don't, because you spin them everywhere you go, and (laughs) then you still have to replace them all the time. Or you you crash the car, or you lock up the brakes and crash the car because your tires suck. Like, just run a 200 treadwear tire on it for summer. Like, you're not going to burn them up cruising down the highway. You're going to burn them up beating on them on Tail of the Dragon for 20 minutes or a road course for 20 minutes. I mean, you shouldn't beat on a tire for 20 minutes, like, straight anyway. You should, like, run a cool down lap every (laughs) once in a while. Let's do some math real quick. How many turns is Dragon? 311 yeah and how over many 300 how many runs did you make probably 10 yeah over the time you were there yep so that's 20 <laughs> times 311 <laughs> that's a lot of turns that's a lot of turns something. and it now really try is. to compare that to your normal day-to-day driving which you have what couple dozen at most yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're slow <laughs> less than a dozen so yeah me. you put four years worth of turning wear (laughs) in in three days yeah and oh we did and you were going hard yeah (laughs) and wear from braking too did either of you mess with tire pressures or just leave it what you do on the street um i dropped it when i got there did you yeah you you definitely want to compensate for the tires heating up and tire pressures going up yeah i kind of did the opposite so we were you know just life's busy and prepping the car as much as we could between work and life and i'm like i'll get i'll check the pressures when we get there so i drive from here all the way to tail (laughs) forgot about it and didn't check the pressures until i got there and then i check them 18 psi in the front and like 22 in the rear and i'm like ah glad i had those tire pressures up for all that highway driving (laughs) yeah yeah you could have got 26 miles yeah so i i ended up running 30 and 32 or something or your car does weigh a lot yeah Yeah, i ran i ran mine at a 39 all the way around for the for both for the drive there and the drive home and then i ran them at like 30 32 while there so not too bad keep the rears a little harder just to promote a little bit of oversteer oversteer is fun for me so so while we finish up your point Mm bo if you had a bone stock 3800 car let's say grand prix whatever what is your perfect tail of the dragon build Oh, interesting. Hmm. <laughs> well, I kind of did it, but I was gonna say, is it copy paste? That you could, uh, you don't have to do the turbo. Like honestly, with as much throttle input I needed, a three four M ninety car would be okay. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. With an intercooler, probably. Sure. Like if if you were to do an engine upgrade for racing road course yeah. or tail of the dragon just to keep the temps down while you're riding yeah. it um power not needed whatsoever if you want to take a yep. 3800 to tail the dragon it would be coilovers rear sway bar zzp rear sway bar front sway bar of choice and um a 200 treadwear tire and then 
you're going to absolutely need a power steering cooler. I run a 40K cooler on the power steering, and you're going to need a 40K cooler on the tranny. Couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I point I've made a couple times, I couldn't, before well, on the Regal, I could not do a 45-second autocross without overheating the power steering. And right. I did, the. I moved my old 40K tranny cooler to the power steering this year. And we did all of tail as many times as I wanted, and the power string never overheated once. That's awesome. Yep. And that says yep. a lot because my Grand Prix has boiled the power steering cooler. They love over. to do it. They there's no cooler on them. So the <laughs> hey, GX, did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. The Kappas like to do that too. <laughs> the GXP had a recall for the power steering, and they added a little cooler in the front, just like one of those little fin guys. <laughs> And straight through tube with the because hairs hanging off. They'd boil it and pop a line, and then you'd lose your power steering. But um, yeah, a power steering cooler was a very essential. Uh, I just ran it right off the reservoir, ran it to the cooler, and then back. I don't imagine one of those cars is fun with manual steering either. <laughs> yeah, they get real angry. Well, and it's, it's just so inconsistent. Yeah. So it's like sometimes power, sometimes yep. not. So yeah. the steering wheel feels all. Like kind of crunchy, I guess you'd say. So it's a little little sketch. Yeah. yeah. When I was growing up, we had a beater truck we used for hauling firewood. Yeah, that's how I grew up. Uh, that we called the frog. And my dad ended up removing the power steering because it would just randomly work and not work. Like it would not work for a week and you'd have... Um, the entire bed loaded with firewood stacked above the cab and here comes a turn and so you get ready and brace yourself because it's manual steering and it's like nope we're gonna work now here comes the ditch (laughs) a huge uh, yeah inconsistent power steering is worse than not having it at all yeah that would be scary a huge thing for tail of the dragon is make sure you're Darn fenders don't touch your tires. No fender. Yeah. Rope. You'll mm. find out there. If, if you do. drive to work and you hit one <laughs> little pothole and your fenders go, don't take it to tail. <laughs> it's do not. Because yep, it will do that every single corner down the mountain and up the mountain. Oh, yeah. Like Until it takes be, out a tire or it takes out your fender. Like, you need yeah, to be. Bad times. You need to have mm-hmm. extreme tire clearance. I actually raised the regal a little bit for it. And because there's so many. Um, uh, what would you call it? There's a lot of those weird transitions where triangle go down and up that like if you have a lip on, you're probably going to hit yeah. it if you have a lowered car. It's not a low car friendly area. No. I mean, it is a mountain. Well, and a lot, tail's pretty good, but the surrounding roads, there's some rough ones. Like, yeah, if you're moving spiritedly, you're bouncing down the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have a car that was super stiff there because, like, one of the things I stressed to Bo is I was like, hey, keep in mind, this is not an engineered racetrack. <laughs> this yeah. is a road. Mm-hmm. So there will be some off-camber turns that just throw you for a loop. You're like, oh, it's a turn, you know, and then you turn, and then all of a sudden something happens halfway through the turn, and now all of a sudden you're sliding. You know, a racetrack isn't like that. It's right. engineered to, to be fast. Yeah. You know, but- the mountain changes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Buick does have a 160 degree thermostat, which helps. Um, mm-hmm. And I would just say a decent brake upgrade and don't use them too aggressively, which is what I did. I could have used yep. more brakes, but I just knew that I was a little bit lacking in that area and didn't yeah. drive drive them hard. Tim always preaches that brakes don't matter too much in tail. It's just how you use them more yeah. so. Like, I mean, um, there's a if, right and a wrong way to heat up brakes. Yeah, the, yeah. There's definitely the right way to to engage the brakes 
a lot of people make the mistake of they ride the brake for a long time where that's not what I do. I stab the brake, turn the corner. Like I'm on, I'm on the brake for like less than a second. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people will like push and push and push and push the brake as you're coming to a turn and that just heats everything up. So like there's a lot of just driving style, learning how to not burn so you your car to, to the ground. Brake like you're ripping the bandaid off. Basically. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It every makes time. sense. Mm-hmm. Like I've, it, it's been interesting listening for like the past couple of years. You guys describe road course stuff, having never been on one, because for the most part, like you're able to explain it well enough that I can like put the pieces together. Yeah, it and, and one of like the a... simple ones that people often overlook is is specifically your your braking style. Yep, like the fastest way you're gonna go through a road course is never coasting. Yep, or never breaking any how do you say that never break any less aggressive than you're capable of yeah because if you can spend less time physically slowing down then your car's gonna be yep an average speed higher around the track Mm -hmm. so it kind of makes sense because i remember you telling me like the first time you're out with an instructor and he's like don't break don't break don't break yep (laughs) but it makes sense you it makes sense that you want to mash the pedal as hard as you can and just barely get slowed down enough to make the corner yep yep the least amount of braking time possible because you're like it's such a brain trick and then Mm -hmm. it's so easy to overbrake because you're stabbing and you never stab your brakes on the road no so you, you go nice and, and smooth like, on the road. Oh, I'm going way too slow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. It yeah. takes some time to get used to. <laughs> yep, you don't need to be riding them. Use them and get off of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less time to heat up. I mean, every time I go to the track, first time of the year, I'll come in. To, I'll come into the pits, and there's like smoke rolling out of each <laughs> wheel well. And what that is is just rusty. You know, you took the whole winter off. And now you're back in the seat and you're like, wow, you know, I suck at braking again. I got to yeah. learn this all over again. And by the end of the summer, you come in and you can stick your tongue on your rotor. Don't do that. Don't do that, please. No, nobody do that. But everything's hot, but it's not smoking at least. No, everyone's trying to. And they're like, Tim said he can put his tongue on his rotor. I'm still doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. But uh, it at least doesn't smoke from every four corner, you know. So how the Sonic do overall? And then into what's your perfect Sonic build if you start Ooh. it over? Woo. Um, he says it like it's an easy question. <laughs> you, like, honestly, probably two or three years on both of our cars to do what we just did. Yeah. Well, I say it because we're all <laughs> I... mod guys here, and I know that's all you think about when you're driving a car is like, what could I do? What could I not do? What could I change? What, you know? Well, <laughs> well I, I, I'll answer mine a little different because it is sim- my real answer is similar to Bo. Like, my car is exactly what I want it to be. But um, if I could... If I could have more vehicles, which I have too many as it is, but if I could have more vehicles, I guess I would do um, ZZP coilovers, which I have, ZZP rear sway bar, which I have, stock front sway bar, because you don't need a stiffer front sway bar. Um, I would do ZZP control arms, which I don't have yet, but I will. Uh, And then... Randall said those were significant. I would imagine... I would imagine having it's looked big. at the stock ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the next thing would be just weight. Fancy brake pads. Let's skip. So let's go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, fancy brake pads, dot four fluid for safety, and, um, and then just lightning. 
my car is too nice to gut the crap out of it. But if my car was a, if my car was more of a beater, I would just gut the crap out of it, put race seats and a race wheel in it. Like the drag Sonic, when that thing is done, do you guys have any idea (laughs) what that thing is going to do on a road course? Mm, I have a hunch. (laughs) Like, because even on a road course, like most road courses don't require a ton of power. So mm-hmm. let's say we just pull the fancy turbo off and we put a Z04 on it, or maybe something slightly bigger, maybe just a Z04, just because it's a Z04 and it's off the shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, just put tires on it, wheels, and put a rear sway bar on it. You know, bring it to my suspension level. Mm-hmm. Um, that car is what? Uh, eight? 24 with Tyler. With Tyler? So it's like 600 pounds lighter than mine. And it'll make like 50 to 60 more wheel horsepower than mine. Mm -hmm. Like that thing will hurt some feelings. It's going to be wild. Like I'm, we're not done yet, but I am excited looking ahead to see that section of its life. Because I don't want to see the car just go to waste. That chassis is amazing. So to pull 600 pounds out of my car... I have no idea. And add power, I have no idea what it would be capable of. Like, no, if you hand me the keys to that car at tail, well, I'll probably die. But uh, (laughs) so we won't take, we won't bring that car to tail. But like, let's say um, we did, nobody's keeping up. Nothing. No. That would be be on the, that would be on the billboard of Tail of the Dragon Times for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we had a lot of good point offs. And then they're like, what the hell? That was a Buick and a Chevy Sonic. I mean, let's talk about the one, like, let's talk about the one that I had in Bo's car. So there's a tree down on tail. So it's like you can't enter it because you'll just get stuck in a traffic jam. And Bo's like, oh, I want you to drive the car. So I'm like, well, there's a tree down. So why don't we just go in? And when we run into traffic, we'll just turn around and just come back out. And then we'll have an idea of, like, where they are in the progress of removing the tree. And, um, and I'll get to drive it and then meet back up with everybody waiting at the entrance. So I jump in it. We, we floor it down there. We're having a, we're having a blast. You know, I'm just, I'm driving the car at like a five or a six probably. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're mashing and, um, all of a sudden we see traffic and I'm like, Oh crap. Like they opened it up. So we hit a whole bunch of turns because we have to wait for a good enough spot to turn around mm-hmm. without like potentially being an issue. So we find the perfect spot. So we're like, cool, let's turn around here. So we turn around and we mashed back. Um, I, instead of a five or a six, I was probably like a six or a seven, let's say. Um, so we get out. So now we just did basically a whole run through tail because we went halfway in and halfway out. Yeah. So a whole run. And then we get out and it's like, I jump out of the car and I'm like, all right, let's go. And then Bose is sitting there like, oh, my, my car's warm, you know, but, uh, <laughs> and then we had the hardest run of the entire weekend. Yeah. Bo was in his car. I was in mine and Paul was behind us in the goblin and he was we probably were just bored. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I just heard his wings scraping behind me. Like, we were <laughs> yeah. just, you, you left off what you were going to say in that story is when we got the point off from the tracks. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we we had enough, heading up the mountain to we, drive in the car. We're driving. All of a sudden we catch up to a full track spec Miata. Wide body wing. Huge wing diffuser, like front dis- like this probably ten inch wide tires, straight time attack Miata, <laughs> and I'm like ooh, and Bo's probably like oh boy, 
He's probably like, oh, Tim, please, please do not. So he drops a gear. <laughs> yeah. And we went like four corners. And got the point by. <laughs> In the Buick with a co-driver. Wow. <laughs> it was pretty funny. He probably just heard the turbo and thought it was something way cooler than a friggin' Buick. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah, after Tim got the car super hot, he made me lead. I'm like, all right. And uh, at one point, it, I seen... Uh, I did see 235 on the engine coolant and uh, like 238 on the tranny. That was the. So peak. you finally achieved the fan turn on of the factory ECM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had been up and down, and then you know we were going back through again with no cool down, and uh, um, I I made the reference like in the new Top Gun where he gets the windshield heat warning. Yep. <laughs> and then he just goes faster. <laughs> That's yep. exactly what I did. Yeah, we looked down. I was like, "Ooh, that's hot." I'm like, "It can't get. It won't hit 240." And it didn't. It can't get any hotter. <laughs> can't even imagine what oil temps were. Yeah, it's a 3800. It's all right. <laughs> that that yeah. is true. Yeah. It is made true. it. It sure did. I should consider an oil cooler. It's the only fluid I haven't cooled yet. So uh, now that we got those, I think we can talk about cobalt because I know you were thinking about and talking about your base there. Yeah. Hmm. Base, yeah, base, base model is not ready yet, but um, the goal is to bring the base model there next year because I need like something to turn me down maybe a little bit. So uh, bring a car that's you know 100 less wheel horsepower, Makes and sense. it's a little lighter. It's mm-hmm. probably yeah, it's lighter because with me in it, it weighs about the same as my Sonic without me. And now you got so. someone to try to keep up with. So yeah, <laughs> I think I'll probably change up change it up too with the uh, slow car bandwagon and try and take the GXP. I want to see that V8 on the. Uh, that would See be kind of fun. Did. Yeah. Well, when you guys first started talking about your your perfect tail build, the first car that popped into mind was Tyler's car, the blue cobalt. Yeah. Yeah. Like stock pulley, blower, E85, all yep. the suspension, all the brakes. I mean, I would imagine Tyler will be there with us next year. So better yeah. be if he's there. You know, a stealth heat exchanger, stock pulley, like that thing would be a ter- a. a tail terror mm-hmm. and he's he's a beast driver too i've right. I've, I've seen him uh drift in some turns in his camaro <laughs> so oh yeah lsj would be fun but noah <clears throat> with his lnf has that thing pretty dialed for tail too like noah's good though noah's just scared for some reason yeah yeah he has no confidence in the car like he's like it won't drive that far i'm like what do you mean it won't drive that far well he's also had a car break on the top of a yeah. mountain every time he's, he's had gone. some <laughs> brakes he's had some brakes let him down before so he's a little gun shy and he's like well i need to trailer it there and but yeah. ryan's kind of the same way and i'm like you're gonna drive the car for two thousand miles regardless it ain't gonna make a difference if it's yeah. two thousand miles from home or not like <laughs> Yeah. I just liked how all of us like showed up and we were like, You ready? And like, yeah, we got our clothes and then Bo like pops his trunk and he's got his three hundred and sixty five toolkit, toe straps, <laughs> jack stands, oh, full size ready. Jack. We're like, Whoa, yeah. Uh I guess we'll call you if we need anything. I heard stories of you guys breaking down before in the past and I was not gonna be there with you <laughs> without tools. And none of us broke, so it's, that's why. Yep. It's full on better to have it than not need it than need mm-hmm. it not have. And when you're driving a boat with all that cargo space, yeah, yep, might as well. Yeah, we were. I was hauling probably 500 pounds of tools and putting the gap on scat packs on the way home. <laughs> uh, speaking of cobalts, L, you want to touch on a stone? 
last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I don't know if he's in here, but we'll give him a shout out. He might Tyler be. Stone, if you guys know they're, him. They're down at uh, Florida 2K right now. Man. Oh, really? That's cool. Back to back? Jealous, yeah. Didn't he break his car? Yeah, they're just watching. Oh, okay. Oh, darn. I figured he could have just swapped tranny and ran it. Yeah, we're, we're working on that. When's, um, he, when's he doing the six speed? It, it's... It's not as easy as just swapping the trains because the goals are beyond what we can swap into it right now. Mm. So we might as well start figuring that out now. <laughs> okay. um, I went to the shootout for the first time. It used to be called the DSM shootout. Now it's Busher's shootout. I kind of opened it up to as a, like a DSM versus the world type layout this year. Uh, there weren't a lot of non-DSMs there. In hindsight, I wonder if that was because FL2K was right after it. So a lot of the big Honda cars were probably waiting for that. I mean, you don't want to go break your car a week before another event. <laughs> uh, Noah. Yeah, Noah's alternator did die, but it was a pretty quick fix. Noah, I mean, Noah and yeah. Bo had it swapped in like an hour, and yeah, it was good to go. I um, don't think Tyler has an ATI on his... We're car guys. That's not even considered a break. No, not really. Just not. <laughs> but if you do, just take a piece of string, wrap it your entire belt routing, tie it together, pull it off, and measure it. Easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, it gets you in the ballpark for sure. Yeah. I've done that many times. Uh, so, yeah, shootout. Uh, we went there. Tyler Stone came with his car. Uh, Matt Leach from Diamond Fab came out. Josh Billheimer from Cat V Portworks came out. And also Jason Whittleson. Give them a brief on what those cars are, too. They so, don't know, probably. Tyler Stone has been one of my best friends for a long time. We've worked together very closely on both of our builds. Oh, actually, he was on the podcast for like... He was, yeah, once, he was yeah. on the podcast for a little bit. Um, his car in his current form does not have a lot of ZZP parts on it, but it's because he has pushed the car beyond a level of what our mainstream catalog uh, offers. Um, so Diamond Fab has done the intake manifold and the Sidewinder Turbo Kit on it. Uh, Billheimer and Cat V Porks Works has done some stuff with the head and the cams that are on it. Uh, I do all the tuning on the car, have for ever since I met him. Um, it is running uh, ZZP Short Block. Well, the ZZP Gen 1 Girdle Block, our rods, uh, the diamond pistons that we offer. So he built it himself using those components. It, I don't know exactly how much power it makes, but based on his trap speeds, somewhere around seven, I would guess. I mean, his his best run there, he trapped 147. So it's it's making some jam on the top end. Uh, he's been doing very well this season, just chipping away at his PRs. A few weekends ago, he had got a 10-6. We get to the shootout, which was at Norwalk. Uh, for those of you familiar with drag racing in the Midwest, that's always a very good track. And that was the main reason that we took advantage of running test and tune in between runs at the, a big event like this is because the track prep was going to be very, very, very good. Way better than you're going to get at a test and tune night. And as we expected, or beyond our expectations, first pass off the trailer runs a 10.33. That takes almost like three-tenths <laughs> off of his PR first time out uh we go around make some changes to the car come back he runs a 1024 uh with and he i forget which runs it was but i think he had three runs in a row with one five sixty foots um 
there's you know I, I just i gotta give him a shout out for actually putting in the time and effort in setting up the car and, and having a passion for doing what he's doing there's a, a lot of customers that i talk to and they get very frustrated when they try to do some drag racing because they break stuff because no one ever wants to get slicks. No one ever wants to have the proper suspension. That um, he's done all that, and he's put the seat time in. And that is the exact same thing that Jason Whittleson has done with his car. Uh, he reset the M62 record that he has with a 12002. Dang. He's no. in my book. He's in my book. Yeah. Those ding 1200s. He had a 12007 his last time out, uh. and then got a 12002. And we were really hoping for that first M62 in the 11s. But it just wasn't there because, unfortunately, the next runs out, both him and Tyler broke their transmissions, <laughs> F-35 problems. <laughs> but, I mean, you got a track that's that sticky. Yeah. I'm not surprised that it happened there. Uh, both of them, we've been talking, trying to figure out solutions moving forward. Neither of them are done. I mean, it's, it's just got to keep pushing. Mm. But, man, being at that event is just threw a lot of fuel on my fire yeah when it comes to the racing stuff and i I, like i don't know exactly what that means yet um i'm i'm not going to turn the honey badger into a quarter mile car yeah i did that last year and it's just too much like it it doesn't look like it from the outside uh, but the way i approach the tuning has to change the way that the suspension is set up changes ideally i'd swap my different transmission into it which is a task that i don't want to tackle right now when there's only you know a month or two left in the season yeah. quarter mile racing but i'm gonna do addicting. something it's addicting it's, it's very something about chasing those times man and just the personal drive that it gives you in the challenge it's it's yeah just chasing yeah the i've uh i've already had a talk with tyler vote and we're gonna do something that we're gonna push hard just not quite sure what yet because <laughs> we learned way too much and had way too much fun with the sonic project which it was really cool to be able to do something like that through work and to be able to build like he's a very become a very close friend of mine but it's not just that like him and i have learned to work together very well Mm-hmm. And we've learned that somehow we just mesh. Like, I'd, I don't mind at all not being in the driver's seat because it takes stress off of me and allows me to focus on everything else that the car needs. And then, you know, I'll offer him tips, whatever I can do as far as it comes to the driving. But then that part of it is on him. And just the, the way we've worked together, the way we, the, we can kind of build off of each other and, and really come up with some great ideas we can't stop we we have to find the next thing i think i think we can finally say tyler is getting pretty good at drag he's getting pretty good like we love ripping him up about the one two but it it is not easy in that car (laughs) it really isn't no Um, like my car like i drove ashley's car and i like her clutch a little better than mine for shifting fast it's just definitely a lot of like just putting together the perfect combination, mm-hmm. you know, having a good tranny core and just everything just working together. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, the trains that's in the drag car is going to be, I think pretty good for, uh, for road course as well. I mean, of the available stock ratios, it's the closest ratio you can get. Is that the, the same as, as, uh, Ashley and mine, the MZO? It's better. Okay. 
That's cool. So it's it's MZO gears on an RS final drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have the the two through four of the RS without that terrible first. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wonder if you'd even use second gear at all. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Just be in third gear. Gingerman, yeah, probably third, right? Yeah. If they're short gears. Yeah, they're really short. RS gearing at Gingerman. I mean, I don't. I was only using second on the slowest of turns at tail, but I, I never looked at how slow we got down to with speed. But I mean, they were like tight 180 yeah. turns when I would grab second. I don't remember what the range is on third gear, but I know. Like on your, on your Sonic on Gingerman, what's on the fastest spot? What's the highest mile an hour you hit? What's what's your total speed range? Would you say roughly slowest to fastest? Um, fifty five to one ten, maybe. Probably you'd you'd need to use fourth. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. It, would, it would use fourth, but I I don't think you'd ever use second. Probably not. Well, that should be quite a bit faster than Tim's car. Mm-hmm. If not, yeah. make more grip if we set it up right. <laughs> In theory, yeah, it could, yeah. It could grip better. Yeah, because I, I don't remember what our highest trap speed was. It was near one thirty. Um, and that, and I was trying to judge my Sonic time. So I mean, the drag car yeah. Sonic time is going to be <laughs> quite a bit different. Yeah. Um, corner speed will probably be similar. Let's say maybe a little quicker, but um, the top will- speed would be. With Better. a twenty-six inch tire, fourth will only get to about like one thirty-five. That would probably be pretty perfect. My ATSV would touch one thirty-seven at Gingerman, and that was like five fifty wheel at that time, mm-hmm. class limited horsepower. So I don't think the Sonic's going to pull that time. Maybe probably not. I mean, maybe I don't know. After driving Ashley's know. car with you yesterday. The KO4 moves. <laughs> yeah, it, does. <laughs> it moves. It it's gonna take some time, but you know we need a few more customers to run it, and then it's gonna just it's gonna take over the market. Yeah, just wait till our next round of cool videos and stuff comes out. Yeah, we've been busy. <laughs> Very. Well, I mean, we'll just go ahead and mention a little bit of it. I mean, I don't think it's a secret. Like, it's a. Uh, like we're gonna have a video of a bunch of our different shop cars just racing each other, just very relevant um, paired combos of races. You know, same mods, auto versus manual. Um, you know, budget builds versus high end builds, stock versus fully modded. Like, you know, it's it's gonna be a pretty neat video. I you guys are all just lucky that we still had the engine out of the drag car. Yeah, geez. that would have been hilarious. That would have been cool, actually. <laughs> I wish we had somewhere that we could do like a five wide standing start. Yeah, because that would be comical. Just rent an airstrip for the day and just take Sonics just out put there. All the GoPros <laughs> on the back of the drag car. <laughs> Oh man, Matt, you're killing me. I'm sure the half mile would let us if you were like, "Hey, can we just? Do you mind if we? Yeah, we just pull these dailies out." I, here? Do, I do have to add to what Matt said. Like, I am definitely not a natural flannel wearer, and Bo is definitely a natural <laughs> oh, flannel wearer. Yeah. We have flannel Fridays, so you guys are probably gonna have to see us with flannels on quite yeah. a bit oh, yeah. here. Flannel every... Friday is EZP. That's why uh, from now until the end of winter, I will have a flannel on in every podcast. I, <laughs> I need to get some new flannels. 
I'm going to try to, but like I only have two at the moment, and I purposely bought them for Flannel Fridays at work. Yep. <laughs> and that's the only time I ever wear them. Uh, I'm just so happy I met I met Matt. Because yeah. like it's, all of his comments make so much more sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, well he rode in the Buick for a whole day. Um, the last day we were there, we uh, he did chair hollow with me in the Buick, and it was a good time. Super happy you joined me. When, yeah. when okay, the podcast is not the time to ask when something's going to be in stock. We have no idea. I, I personally, that's I couldn't even guess. I'm not involved in that area of it. ZZP flannels do be in the works potentially. Yeah, we this we're waiting on this guy right here. Mm-hmm. Bill this Kish guy. has got my back. Nothing wrong with flannels. That's, that's right. right, fellow working man. <laughs> you know what? The best thing about a flannel is like I can here go in the go. garage and change the transmission in this flannel, or I can go out to dinner with my wife in this flannel. Like <laughs> yeah, either well, one. You might want to wash it first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's funny. Oh boy. At least hit it with some brake clean. <laughs> Maybe not that. <laughs> Maybe uh, not. Need to cut some wood. You can just anything hey, you need to do. Do you have your like working flannels and your like out to dinner flannels? Yes. I a hundred percent do. <laughs> no, they're all. Do you about own the any same. Dixon flannels? <laughs> oh any what? Dixon. Not Dickies? No, Dixon. D I X O N. Nope. Ah, that's like that's the top end of flannels. Oh, I have budget flannels. Ah, I see. Yeah, three hundred, Mister uh, Kingsley. Uh, what three hundred wood horsepower on what? If you say a Sonic, yeah, Yeti. Yeah, like he said the Yeti. Oh, um, yeah. Eh. If we spray it, yeah, not with that auto, not with that auto attached to it, it's, it's going to be hard to get like, three hundred wheel. Mark. A lot of GM autos have gotten much much better with technology at sucking less power. The Sonic Trans is not one of them. <laughs> I do have it to. It sucks as much power as it can. I do have to say though, autos do have their benefits. Like they launch better. Like in two in two races, mm-hmm. we did like a zero to like sixty, and I got murdered by the both autos. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but a manual tranny on the street is never going to touch an auto out of the hole. He just power braked the crap out of her zero4 and just laid just laid it down, just mm-hmm. disappeared. It takes it a minute to come up on boost, but once it's there, it yeah. moves out pretty good. Yeah, like fastest sometimes auto when one four in the world. Sometimes when I'm feeling froggy and I'm out driving it, I'll I'll put that thing on the two step at a dang red light. <laughs> Just because it has that. Heck yeah, it does. <laughs> They're still ranting about flannels. Yep. <laughs> I I agree. I get it. Yeah. I mean, we need we need the flannels. Yeah. You, we were actually super nervous. No, I am permanently them, retired from arm wrestling. My last match was against Zoom, and both of us said we are never doing that again because <laughs> neither of us could wipe right-handed for a week. Preston, can we left-hand arm wrestle then, you and me? <sighs> Rest in peace. No. All of the I'm retired. Up. I'm retired, period. Done. All of the cruise upgrades coming. It'll it'll be a very comparable catalog to the Sonic. Um, now that we have one, it just takes a minute to get everything into yep. into your hands. So, I mean, we've only had it since, shoot, June. Yeah, so. you, you guys just got to keep in mind, like, when we, when we engineer a product, we have to install it on our car. And we have to drive it, and we have to drive it, and drive it, and drive it, and make sure that it stays together. Make sure it doesn't add too much of this or take away too much of that. And yeah, uh, a lot of times that's why you guys see 
like <clears throat> some random screenshot or quick video of some teaser of something we're working on, and then the part's not released for a year. Yeah, like, from a customer's point of view, that seems insane. I I get yep. it. You but, guys don't know how hard this podcast is because we always have to be like. Can we talk nope, about this? Nope, or can not we that not? one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... Um, but doing, our, doing it right takes time. Yeah. We have an ATS-V turbo kit that has been R&Ding for, what, a year and a half? Uh, since... About... Since January. December, actually. Of, like, two years ago. We were working on that before Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Just mean... Just one I, year. Just I one blew year. up my car at... 814 like well he's he's going all the way back to the conception of the kit though like when we get the idea and we start working on it it's probably been a solid year and a half yeah yeah and i mean that's not even ready to go on the website yet our ox fuel kit you know that's that took us like darn near a year um and over a year for the ltg to get on the website it's just we got to make sure stuff works and is reliable and Mm -hmm. doesn't catch cars on fire and doesn't break like it's 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 hard you know we'll even uh once we've tested it in-house we'll send it out to like some of our favorite customers oh yeah speaking Mr. of the Bailey turbo right himself. there go um, and roll racing this evening heck yeah yeah brother. yeah i feel sorry for whoever's next to him <laughs> literally yeah i want to hear about the kills yep i'm sure we'll get videos I'm sure he'll send us some videos. I really hope so. You got to have a Heads Cam Z06 to pull up on that thing and try and hang a fender on it. Yeah. If you're lucky. (laughs) That turbo kit is capable of easily 200 wheel horsepower more than stock. And it spools faster than stock. Like, yikes. Yikes. I know. It's, It's insane. And Michael Bailey's the one with it. The only the only customer. Always sending kit. videos. There we go. <laughs> no, I'm retired from arm wrestling. I'm sorry. And if he comes back, he's arm wrestling me left handed. I'm not even that good. <laughs> well, they're just staring at us, so they're looking at your arms and they're just like, Yeah. Dude, that is such a tiny part of it. I got my butt handed to me on a silver platter by Riker when we were down at yeah, Tail. He and he's probably a hundred pounds lighter than me. It is weird. I am not a huge yeah. fan of arm wrestling either. Not even close. He shoved me in the dirt. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That was scary. <laughs> it was so weird. It's like he just turned my arm off. You <laughs> <laughs> really did. Man. What's up, Pickle Kate? <laughs> I missed you. Oh, need wow. A, need a sandwich. Just saying hi to you. I see how it is. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, me. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for having uh, no, on, guys. Captain Slow, oh. Miss, Mr. Can. We do not have to have a license to open carry in Michigan. So There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wondered, I guess. Is that what you call your open carrying right now? Yeah, open, open short carry. sleeves. <laughs> Long sleeves, I got to get the permit in my pocket. Yeah, if you guys don't live in Michigan, we're in winter. It's like 45 degrees outside right now. Mm-hmm. It's, we're it's almost cold. to concealed face weather. Uh, Ethan, Ethan Vink, I don't think uh, you're. Oh I don't. Gosh. I don't think it's your transmission, brother. I've never heard a 65e make noises on D cell. Even the oh, worst. You've one. you've heard a 65e make noises. Yeah, but not on it's deceleration. <laughs> A whole bunch of ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Done that once. I did that once. The old quick disconnect drive chain. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've done that too. I perma neutraled my original transmission the day that I met Tim in person for the first time. <laughs> Maybe next week. Do you even Mike. remember that? No, I don't actually. CD like 15, 16, something like that. I, I was the customer that I yell at and went out there on drag radios thinking I didn't need slicks and hop, pop, pop, bang. Yeah. There oh. she goes. Yeah, that happens. I'm like, oh, darn, blew an axle. And then we pull the tire off, and then there's a lot of clinkety-clankety going on. I'm like, that's not an axle. <laughs> Your axles were good? <laughs> the axles were fine. It absolutely blows my mind how soft you have to leave an, on an F35 without a slick. Like, you're like, yeah. I'll leave easy. I'll leave easy. No, and you And then won't. you leave easy, and it goes, and you're like, lift, and then you pedal it a little bit, and it goes, and it's just the worst thing ever. But then you put slicks on it, and you got stone out there cutting one fives. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I've never like, tried losing one Every slick. customer that even mentions drag racing to me, it's like, don't care what your mod list is. I don't care what you're going to buy next. Get slicks. And control arms. And control arms. Yeah. Because your gar- your control arms are garbage, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Like they could be just brand new and Do those two things so that you have that insurance policy of helping not destroy your axles and transmission. Then go practice. Put yeah. seat time in. <laughs> like in, in that aspect of it, it's not any different than road course. Like sure you can build a car, but if you can't drive it the way that you need to drive it for the, the specific task at hand, it's not gonna perform well. Mm-hmm. Start start slow too. I mean, you're not you're not getting paid for running a tenth faster than what you're running. Like, launch it at a low RPM and just like get a whole bunch of launches in, mm-hmm. a whole bunch, you know. And once you learn how to launch without wheel hop, then you know you can start to turn it up a little bit, you know. And what I mean by turning it up a little bit is maybe leave with a little more RPM, you know, mm-hmm. a little at a time. You need the seat time to get used to it. You know, not all of us can afford to put in a slipper clutch. So our slipper clutch is our foot. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's it's difficult. Well, cool. Yeah. Any last uh, comments anyone wants to make? Else, I'll just say a moral of the story. If you're a car person, go to Tail the Dragon. At least once in your life. Yeah. You have to. Mm -hmm. You have to. And more people start drag racing. Yep. That too. I mean... It's like Tyler's a prime example. He hated it and thought it was the dumbest thing ever until we actually got him to try it. And now he's he's ready to build an SFWD car with me. Well, and it's like I'm not into drag racing, but I've done it and I think every car I've owned because it's ten dollars and it's twenty minutes away from almost every city. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) Yep. You might as well. Yeah. So yeah, I really like it too because uh, you know so many people are like, "Oh, I made this on the dyno. Oh, it makes this. How fast is it in the quarter?" You no, know, that's funny. The last, probably last thing before we go because we're already on overtime was Trevor when we were sitting out at the Airbnb at the after Saturday at the half mile. Remember what you were saying about no. dyno? <laughs> you remember what you were saying about dyno numbers? Relating to my car? About how when you were a new nope. car guy, like, that's everything. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I and then remember that. that, like, the Trevor of two years ago, your yeah. brain would have exploded at the thought of me building a car for months and then driving to this event and having never even had it on the dyno. Yeah. 
But he was just explaining, like, you know, I get it now because that's not the goal. Important. It's not important. It's a useful number to have to compare changes to the car. But I, I do not care what that number is. I want to go fast. Yeah, my car goes on the dyno maybe once a year, and that's only because there's not a wide band in it. I don't think I've ever personally <laughs> seen it on the dyno. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, all of our customers are always, can I get a dyno? Can I get a dyno? I want a dyno. I want a dyno. <laughs> yeah, but geez. all of the cars here never go on the dyno, realistically. Like, <laughs> like I I'll, am annoyed when I have to put my car on the dyno. <laughs> yeah. I would rather just go to the track and race it. Yep. Yep. Real world scenario. <laughs> First world racer problems, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what you doing this weekend, Tim? Well, I, I stole know. it from you. Well, we were going to race the heck out of the ATSB, but we realized that it needs some further adjustments before we do so. Yeah, I was. Those certain adjustments were brought to my attention. We should probably adjust those. It will yeah. be. It's, it's for the better. Yes. Yep. Got a better that manual tranny record yeah gotta put a little more distance on it so nobody gets close <laughs> i'm still going to the track though yep. uh me too in the moose taking that dang regal down to the old 131 quarter mile i'm taking nothing does I'm no oh this support. time <sighs> hopefully the cold air is enough for my 11.9 this year <laughs> yeah hope you think Man, the gearing change is gonna help you I hope. Yeah, I do think so, actually. I don't see how you don't run 1190. This is, man, this is amazing weather. If the sun is shining and it's a cold day, sun is warm in the track, but it's cold temperature. Mm-hmm. Woo. I'll pro- Woo. We'll see how close I am and how froggy I'm feeling. If it ain't doing it, I might drive back to the shop and take everything off of it and then drive back. Dude, bring your 350-piece <laughs> toolkit with you. We'll strip her right there in the pits. I don't pits. like doing it in the pits because then at, at the end of the night, you're like, ah. Uh, yep. I got to get all this back. It's not. It don't do matter that. if you like it or not. If that's what it takes to get that 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like I've been at the track so many times where they're shutting the sh- the the lights off on you. It's like, oh man, like here we go. I'm still got to put my cat back on. Like, ugh. You just start stuffing stuff in your trunk or something at that point. Um, no, I just, you know, we just pull our cell phone lights out and just, you know, hang out there. Which back then, cell phone battery was dead in 2 minutes if you use the light. <laughs> Pretty much. It's probably a free. They're out there building campfires just to put their cars back together. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, the goal is full weight. Just show up, take the headlight out and run an 11.9 and then support Matt while he's there I mean, racing his car. That's not full weight just to play the Ryan Derrick role here. <laughs> I think the headlight out mod is a great... 3800 thing because reduction. of the filter being right there. I'm sorry. Oh, it's it's an amazing not a street car for, for that car. <laughs> you take the headlight out, it's track car. Records just get it. Count. Just get another headlight and just like gut everything but the headlight hole. Yeah. You know, like so it's there, but there's a hole right to your air filter. Yeah. Because you know the the frame of the car kind of blocks a lot of it anyway. So I mean, just cut out the necessary area, and then it looks street car. You still have a marker light and everything. It'll look cool. Matt makes a good point. Do they even let you race your Model T? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when we were down down at Tails, oh, I the, bet it was great. The jokes, the old man jokes were <laughs> raw. Like the first night I came back, and I told Tim, I'm like Tim, are you it's, okay? It's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to call Kyla? Oh, it was funny. <sighs> nope, I like hanging out with those guys. It's all all in good fun. Oh yeah, they're all Great slow time. drivers. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I feel personally attacked. Except Paul, <laughs> except Paul and Bo. <laughs> uh, well, have a good weekend, everyone. Yep, yep. that's it.
Bye.